Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm Miles. And I'm Mars. This is a podcast where every week we take a dive into what makes music so special. Ooh, that is a new one. Yeah, it's new. Brand spanking new for the 21-year-old Mars. Mars, tell me, how is it being 21? Exactly the same as being 20. Well, that's Uh, not a fun (laughs) answer. (laughs) It's not, but here's a fun story. All right. So... The reason why it's exactly the same is because I have, (laughs) I don't think that's how Benjamin Button worked. No, you'd feel 19. Right. I also don't don't know how Benjamin Button works. (laughs) I don't think it was like his whole deal was that he stayed the same age always. Yeah, I think he fluctuated. Yeah. I think, I think he was born an old man Mm -hmm. and then... Grew up in reverse and then grew up again in the right order. Uh huh. I don't think that's how it went. Anyway, nope. it doesn't matter. Uh, so what I figured out and what I kind of already knew is that I I just don't drink. I just do not. Never had a sip of water in your goddamn life. No, but me, my dad, and my sister, we went to a bar. Uh, my birthday was was yesterday, as of recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we went to a bar. It was it was a nice place. There was there was a patio that we hung out at, and my sister ordered me the most like basic, low alcohol content, sweet as hell drink that you can get. Delicious. It was absolutely disgusting because it was like a pineapple coconut like pineapple coconut thing. Oh, that sounds so good. It was, except for the fact that it had alcohol in it. Jimmy Buffett wet dream. That's what the cocktail's called. I think it was called a pineapple Miami. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure it was I, a I, Jimmy Buffett wet dream. You know, I I'd have to go back and look at the menu. Yeah. I took a drink from it. It was like like, "Oh, okay." And then immediately was hit with this awful alcohol burn. Yeah, that's the thing about cocktails, and especially uh, what we've called dangerous cocktails, is when you can't taste the alcohol, you're much worse off. Right, right. But the thing is, is this this drink had extremely low alcohol content, Mm, and I still could taste it and hated it. Uh, and my my sister and my dad both took drinks from it and were like, no, I can't taste the alcohol at all. <laughs> it's like, really? Because this sucks. Well, so have you uh, ever drunk before? No, I mean, I've had sips of this and that before. I, and I think that's probably why, because if you had like a cider or something, then you'd be like, all right, this is a drink that just sort of tastes like apple juice. No, you gotta understand, this thing was 99% pineapple juice. That's wild. It's wild that you could taste that. Yeah, and I hated it, absolutely. And then my sister handed me a, like, her, she was drinking, like, a light beer. I was like, yeah, take a sip of this. I did, and I spat it on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one time. So the first time I ever went clubbing, which isn't a big thing in Tasmania because we have, like, four clubs. Sure. We went to our single gay bar called Flamingos. And it was, because, like... Because, of course. Because it's toy. Well, because I was with a bi lady, my best lesbian friend, and my extremely straight friend. Shout out to Chloe if you're listening. Love you. <laughs> and and Chloe got a Long Island iced tea. And that's not a good idea if you don't like liquor. <laughs> Cause it's, right. I'm, I'm looking at the taste.com 
recipe for a Long Island. And um, it's mostly straight liquor. Right, yeah, I've heard. So that's not fantastic. So she took, I think, like two sips and was like, this fucking shits. And I was like, yeah, that's valid. You got a Long Island iced tea. And she's like, do you want it? And being as I was raised fairly poor, I was like, of course. I'm not going to waste a drink. And I promptly chugged it. Well, that's no good. No, it's fantastic. Also, the other night we played BUI Mario Kart, which is where you have to play Mario Kart and finish a drink before you finish the race. And you can't drink while driving. And Mm. my friend Nathan made the drinks. And my friend Nathan made very strong drinks. And I chugged my bottle in about 10 seconds and then was fucked for the rest of the night. Right, yeah, see, here's the thing. I just do not at all get the appeal of being buzzed or being drunk or drinking alcohol in any capacity. It feels good. Yeah, I just don't. Until you wake up. (laughs) Right, but that's the thing, right, is like... It seems like the experiences before and after are horrible. Mm -hmm. Drinking alcohol and then waking up from, like, getting a hangover or whatever. Yep. I mean, you're fully right. And also you do stupid, shitty things while drunk. I do horny things when I'm drunk. You do horner things when you're (laughs) sober. I do horner things. Hey. But, yeah, so yesterday it was fun just discovering, yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> it's not good, and I'm still good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still all right not drinking, and so I just won't. In all fairness, it did live up to your expectations, which is, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely lived up to my expectations. That, that is that alcohol sucks and tastes bad. Mm-hmm. That's right. I've never smoked weed before, so we're equal in these respects. Hey, Miles. Oh, hey, hey, Mars, actually. What up? So, born under unusual circumstances, Benjamin Button springs into being as an elderly man in New Orleans nursing home and ages in reverse. 12 years Wait, after spring? His- <laughs> Hold on. No, I'm sorry. No, we're going to stop there. Springs into being? Springs into being in a nursing home. Like, did a fucking nurse walk by? I was like, wait, who, who? Who the fuck are you? It's like, I don't know. I don't know who I am. Yeah, he, there was an empty chair, and then he was born. Twelve years after his birth, he meets Daisy, a child who flickers in and out of his life. Oh, <laughs> for a fucking second, I was like... Yeah, does like, she also have a temporal time thing? I did the same thing. Right, I was like, flickers in and out of existence? Yeah, same. I was like, oh, is she a ghost? I don't know. I mean, when people are aging backwards, it yeah. <laughs> it feels like anything is possible. And then I think it's just because, like, they fell in love that he started aging forwards again. So he, as an old man, met her as a as a child. Yeah, she would have been, like, I don't know, 12. Uh, but then they started, like, aging, you know, he started aging backwards, she started aging forwards, and then they kept meeting when he was, like, 60 and she was 20, and then when he was 50 and she was 30, and, like, eventually, like, they met in the middle... And like had a relationship. That you know what? I that doesn't seem great. I the whole mean, thing I, doesn't seem yeah, great. Yeah, it's not fucking fantastic, is it? Also, I've never watched it. <laughs> no. I've never watched Benjamin Button, but also I certainly don't want to. Yeah, I don't have any inclination towards watching it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've talked about Benjamin Button for <laughs> approximately too fucking long. Why is this episode only thirty minutes, Miles? <laughs> This episode is only 30 minutes when Mars cuts down all the bullshit from us talking about Benjamin Button. <laughs> because this is a mini-sode. Right. Uh, I- I've gone ahead and called it, because I'm apparently obsessed with 
giving each unique way that we do our show a different name. This is Artificial Ghost Echoes. Which is fun considering both of us have memory problems. Right, yeah. Anyway, welcome to Artificial Ghost Echoes, a little miniature episode. An episode we did in a cave. Yes. Uh, well, we do all of our episodes in caves. No, we're in a um, radio. Radios are di- in a cave. Mars, do you think that radios and caves are the same thing? No, no, no. The radio's in a cave. <laughs> is the car also in the cave? <laughs> or is it just the radio? None of this in fiction bullshit makes any bit of difference. Point That's is. Valid. Yeah, so here's the deal is that this week I just have been extremely busy. Yeah. You had a birthday, still new at work, so you're sorting out schedules and stuff. Yeah. I have 400 assignments due. I covered a shift for someone else mm. on the day we usually record because otherwise I would have had work on the day that the Caliucci's show happens and that wasn't going to work. Yeah, that ain't going to happen, but that dog ain't going to hunt. Yeah, the dog ain't going to hunt. So we decided to do a a shorter episode, yeah. one to still put something out. The basic concept behind uh, these Echo episodes is that this is going to be our opportunity to revisit themes we've already covered with new songs. Is that what we decided? I thought so. Alright. <laughs> Wasn't that what we decided? I just said pick a song, bud. I thought we said pick a song from a theme we've already covered. I think you implied that. Well, does your song fit a, so- a theme we've already covered? Hmm, let me think about that. Well, you know what? This does sort of fit in for the first theme, actually. Oh, no, I was gonna... Okay. Actually, that's actually very true. I was going to do this song for the first episode, but then I was like, no, it doesn't fit. Okay. It's not quite right. Yeah, so that's that's the premise. And we'll do these yeah. sort of episodes, these echo episodes every now and again, whenever there's a crisis. Mm-hmm. Or when I'm in my exam period. A scheduling crisis. So, Mars. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Miles? What's your song and the theme that it was going to be for for this week? <laughs> it's a very, very good way to... Yeah? It's very, it's, what I like about that is, is it was it concise. Concise and coherent. <laughs> so... The theme, or should I say themes, because mm. it's the first song for the first one of these, and I'm already cheating. Mm. But this song that I'm bringing is both a song that makes me want to fuck shit up, mm-hmm. and a song with a good music video. Okay, that's valid. I think the that's song a good combo. is called Oh Shit by Injury Reserve. All right. Okay. Interesting. Okay, I'm covering two previous themes, obviously because the song fits both, but also kind of because I want redemption from last week's episode where I accidentally brought a song that originally had a slur in it. It was fun talking to my friend Shepard that was just like, oh, I'm glad that Mars didn't do the bad song. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that was a bit weird in the recording for us to navigate. I didn't know. Which is valid. Okay, but before I get too deep into it, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Injury Reserve. So, Injury Reserve is a rap group. It's a three three piece rap group. The members are Richie with a T. Yes, that's that that's his full fucking name. Uh, Steppa J Groggs. That's my name. And Parker Corey. Okay, a bit like Cluster after those two, but. 
<laughs> yeah, that's just an actual. That's just an actual name. <laughs> that's his Christian name. The thing is, Richie with a T and Stepa Jake Roggs are the vocal component of the group, and Parker Corey brings the production. Okay, so he has to have an adult name to do adult. Right. Things. I I guess so, but also we've talked about producers on the show, and they also sometimes have very oh, that's fun true. names that's true, actually what was the what was the guy's name who who did the liana ha- lahava oh, song so he had a fun. fun name it was like captain elephant or some shit it was certainly not that it certainly was no it definitely was not this is a group that has been active since 2013 and yet they're releasing their first album maybe this year <laughs> maybe interesting approach okay it's it's kind of a technicality i guess i don't know i always get fucked up it, between the actual differences between like albums, mixtapes, EPs, LPs, whatever. Well, an LP is a let's play, and uh, <laughs> EP is a electronic. Let's play. It's an let's play. <laughs> we did it, first. There we go. It's. An I, EP I don't know. Play. I always just kind of call any collection of music an album and call it a day. Yeah. But according to their Wikipedia page, uh, despite consistently releasing one new project a year since 2013, their first actual real album only got announced a week ago on September 3rd. I don't know. I don't know. It's 13 songs long, which seems long enough to just call it an album. I don't know. I think that's an album. Okay. Okay. So let's open this genius.com. Pulling in for the clutch again, genius.com. It's the only music site on the internet, apparently, according to this podcast. An EP is an extended playlist, a project too short to be put on an album, but more than just one song. A mixtape is a compilation of songs that are given out for free, and an album is a readily available, like, product to be bought and sold. Oh, okay. Huh, okay. An LP is also, like, what you would call an album. Oh, okay. I didn't know if there was a significant difference. I think it comes from uh, the days of records. Probably. I mean, most definitely, for sure. So their new album, releasing maybe this year, I hope so, is it's just called Injury Reserve, which is admittedly a tiny bit lame when you consider their other project titles. Uh Uh-huh. So their first two were Depth Chart and and Cooler Colors, which are just kind of fun names. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although... What's interesting about these two, they were released in 2013 and 2014, which, despite definitely existing in some form somewhere, are apparently nowhere on the internet. I couldn't find them. Sick. So then, then we get into the good shit. Their debut project, I guess? Mm -hmm. It's weird. They call it the debut project, despite the fact that they had two projects before that, but whatever, is called Live from the Dentist Office. Sick. Then in 2016, it, they released Floss, which seems appropriate. Sure. And then finally, they released Drive It Like It's Stolen in 2017, which is such a goddamn dope-ass name. So this song is the first song off of Floss in 2016, and... I mean, to be honest, I think the song kind of speaks for itself because it's called Oh Shit with three goddamn exclamation points. <laughs> okay. Let's let's just get immediately into it. Well, not immediately. We did spend a lot of time love to not getting up into your it. Songs. I do. I do like to amp up my songs. So let's let's listen to it. Now the shit's popping, fake homies wanna come around And they say I changed, they just mad cause I'm stuntin' now Got you like, oh 
shit. And it's the type of beat that make me drink a whole fifth. And this is how we do word to the old fifth. And you know everything we drop, that's some cold shit, cold shit. Yeah, this ain't jazz rap, this that, this that dad rap. This that fuck my nine to five, I'm leaving, never coming back. I'm too good at rap, Jack, to get caught in rat traps. If your shit is mad whack, homie, you can have that, have that. Oh shit! Oh shit! They said it. Man, we want some more hits. Man, it sound like some shit from Moses. Their expressions throughout the music video can only be described as three men that know that the apocalypse is about to happen and they're pretending it's not coming. <laughs> Fucking harrowed. <laughs> okay. Do you not agree? I mean, that, that definitely wasn't my first thought. Mm, our brains are different. Yeah, our brains are wired a little bit differently. I guess I can, I, 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 I can see where you're coming from. Thanks. Also, I love the line, um, man, this sounds like some shit from 06, because I did, when you said I'm bringing oh shit, I thought you were going to bring London Bridge by Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like stepping away from Fergie was probably the best choice. Leaving Fergie behind. Let's leave Fergie behind. This video is fucking fun as hell to watch. Mm-hmm. I think it's at least, a, you know, kind of obvious why this is a song that makes me want to fuck shit up. One, because it's just so, like, bombastic and so in your face and so aggressive for most of it. And second off, you know, the video is them kind of just fucking shit up for a while. I forget which song it's on, but Richie Wither T has a line in a later song on this mixtape. Where he says that the band looks like Rap Weezer. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of do. There's one shot in this video where Steppa J. Groggs looks like he just missed out being cast as Mr. Poe in the Series of Unfortunate Events show. Uh, yeah, you're uh, right. Parker Corey, he looks like he could have an allergic reaction to literally everything he touches. That's true. That's real. They definitely look like a band, like... If you didn't know who they were, you would totally underestimate them. Mm -hmm. And then they would knock you the fuck down with this fucking heavy hitting ass music and their killer delivery and their really smart and well thought out lyrics. Mm -hmm. What I really like about this song and this whole project, which I do want to talk more in depth about uh, eventually, is how sort of homemade it feels if that makes sense yeah definitely like i was wondering before if maybe they were like soundcloud rappers or something they definitely were mm. they aren't anymore but they definitely were yeah. and by soundcloud rapper i mean before the current era of white dudes with face tattoos and pink dreads yeah i don't know when but it's at some point all soundcloud rappers became the same exact dude yeah, and they're all called like Little Tug Nuggets. Speaking of nuggets, I think it's funny that in this video... He's wearing that Nugget 15 jersey. <laughs> his, his jersey says Nuggets 15, so and I good. love it. I love that shit. I hate that we're living in a post-Hello Kitty tramp stamp world. You hate? Yeah, that's how I describe that... SoundCloud rappers now. They look like they're covered in like Lisa Frank stickers. I don't want to look at the bars. You don't have to, is the thing. 
Sometimes they make me look at what is his name? Oh my god, what is that dirty white guy? Post Malone. <laughs> oh right, he's not a sound. He, he ain't a sound like, rapper, but he looked like one. Post Malone is like the inspiration for all of the shitty SoundCloud rappers, for sure. Yeah. I've never heard a Post Malone song. I've heard a remix of a Post Malone song. <laughs> but I know that he's like really racist. Oh, cool. And a total dickhead. Fucking sick. I know people that are horny for Post Malone. They really shouldn't be. And also, why he does not look even a little bit attractive. He's nasty, for one thing. Top top tier nasty. Nasty on the outside, nasty on the inside. Second of all, he looks like he would ignore you and always leave you unseen and then break up with you after two weeks. He looks like a minor villain from a crime drama. Mm Mm-hmm. He looks like a minor villain that like is in one episode and kind of just runs a shitty bar that is a front for something. No, he looks like if a bully got a million dollars and then he bought an island to blow up. <laughs> so Post Malone looks like. Yeah, that's that's what he looks like. You got it better than I did. He looks like a pro snowboarder, and I don't know what that means. Look, here's the deal. It is. It is near impossible not to wrap along with the hook to this song, by the way. Very fun. I love in songs like this where the Beastie Boys were were very famous for it, of, like, saying a line and then in the background somebody says it again. Mm -hmm. Except Richie with a T is saying it both times, but it doesn't matter. It's still fun. Still good. I love that. Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's very London Bridge by Fergie. Is it? When was the last time you heard London Bridge by Fergie? I don't know that I've ever heard London Bridge by Fergie. We should listen to that. But it opens with just like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And like, that's the intro. Yeah, according to the Genius Lyrics annotations, the man that sounds like some shit from 06 line is direct reference to that song. Yes, I knew it. Bitch. Called it! God, I you feel so it. good! Your genius Sherlockian mind. I should be on Genius Lyrics. Debunked. Now now I run the genius. Geniuslyrics.com. Hire my friend Miles as your chief knowing shit, dude. My chief, your chief boy. Your chief boy. Top tier boy. Top tier boy. Top tier boy. I still, I still can't get the imagery of them knowing that the world is going to end out of my head. So, like everything about that is maybe they my do. Opinion of that song. Maybe they do. Hey, Miles. Hi, Miles. Normally, I would ask, "Hey, what's your what's your song?" Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that for no. this one. I mean, we are, but later. Uh, later, after this. After this, what is this? <sighs> so I was sort of like, should I do a quiz corner? And then I decided no because. If someone wanted to skip this episode, then they would miss out on the good fun narrative. Which also, if you want to skip this episode, go oh, you're for valid. It. Yeah, this is just our like go this is basically a bloopers episode. <laughs> so I thought, considering it's just Mars and Miles's selfish time, where we're allowed to be selfish, I have some fun quizzes that aren't affiliated with you know the big boy, the big company. 
Okay. I don't want to okay. get them peeled. Fuck them. Get out of here, name redacted. Oh, oh, oh! You're talking about B. Fuzzbeard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I want. Fu- I don't want Fuzzbeard on our fucking podcast. I want Fuzzbeard getting. That's my beard. <laughs> it real. It is. So, what is this? This. So, quiz? I have four options because I don't know what kind of mood you're in today, Mars. So you get to pick which. Ooh, one I like pick. options. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, option number one is which Brockhampton member are you? Let's go. Let's go with the Brockhampton right, one. Right. Let's go with the Brockhampton one. I haven't taken this one, but I. It's music related. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a five question long quiz. So let's let's we're we're, we're gonna go through each question thoroughly. So, who is your celebrity crush? Qu- who is your celebrity crush? Is the first the first one? So. <laughs> Let's let's just go down the list. First one, Anthony Fantano, who is a, a, like a reviewer dude who's kind of okay. an asshole. I was about to ask because I have no idea who that is. He he does music reviews. It's not important. Right. Then Sean Mendez, which that's My clearly boy. guiding towards a very particular direction. Yeah. F and Cabstract. Rick James, Bob Dylan, uh, the Minions, the Minions, Justin Timberlake. Is Rick James the big shithead? Hang on. No, I th- I think I think that's Rick Ross. Oh uh, no no okay I know who Rick James is okay 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 the the super the super freak man yeah that guy the super freak he's super freaky yeah, yeah. I mean Justin Timberlake's hot he's he's not he's that, not that hot. hot yeah but here's the thing right and we can we can get in depth with this because it's fucking five questions is I don't like have celebrity crushes really I don't. Really, either. I mean, the, the, like, there are definitely celebrities that I'm like, oh, they're hot, mm. but like, I just don't. I'm not like, I want to marry that person. Yeah, like, except for maybe Rupert Grint when I was 11. But... All right, we've got to make a decision. I'm going to go with Bob Dylan. Oh, I also went with Bob Dylan. Oh, that's fun. What's my next question? Okay, so question number two is dream job. Option number one is professional tweeter. Option number two, dog walker, which, which fantastic, by the way. Right. <laughs> option number three, a director. Option four, a boxer. Or option five, a bartender. Let's let's talk about that first one really quick. Professional tweeter. I understand professional Instagrammer because you're like a model. Right. Yeah. People people do like make careers off of Instagram. I don't know if like I don't know how it works, but people do do it. Yeah, I'm a grabber. I don't know how the internet works. But tweeting. Tweet. Also, also, no one's ever called themselves a tweeter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. He was like, hi, I work in finance. What do you do? Oh, I'm a professional tweeter. No one has ever said that in their life. I want to know what your answer for this is, because I've already picked mine. I guess out of these dog walker, probably... That's valid. My sister walks dogs for a living. Aw, that's cute. I have a lot of friends that do that. They look after animals. Mm-hmm. So, what did you pick? I picked director. Yeah, that makes sense. I was fun to be one. I like doing it. Uh, so, Miles, what would your last words be? Would they be, Merlin? <laughs> would they be, my wig just disintegrated, which I don't... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it would be. Here's the thing. I like Brockhampton's music a lot. But I am not as in depth with all of the these memes. These memes, yeah. That there are, that apparently ex- I 
I'm vaguely aware of the Merlin thing because I think in an interview, Merlin Wood just kept shouting his own name. That's incredible. But I I don't know what my wig just disintegrated means or who said that. You don't? Wait, hold on. I don't know things, and you know this. (laughs) Uh, Third option is anything as long as it's you being loud. Love that that's in all caps. Fourth option is you howling. That is me. In fact, that's the one I'm going for. And the fifth one is gaze only. I can't imagine screaming that when I die. I just say no. that normally. Yeah. I'm going to go with my wig just to see. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think, I think here's the thing that, that we sort of discover anytime either of us ever do any of these quizzes is that they're terrible. Every quiz is bad. They're really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure this is not fun to listen to, but... No, it's super fun. Hey, listeners, tell Mars that it's really fun to listen to. Or tell the truth. I'd prefer that. No. (laughs) All right. Question number four. (laughs) What's your favorite thing ever? See, this is very limiting because I don't own these things. Yeah, I don't own any of these things. So. So go for it, I guess. Read them out. Is it your Bob Dylan CD? Or I'm going to do this in one breath. Please do. Your sci-fi fantasy hoodies that you wear all the time and that are so hard to get. Seriously, where the hell can I get one? They're nowhere online. The only store that sells them is sold out of them and like three months ago. Damn. Somebody was just frustrated. Yeah. Or your studio, your skateboard. BTS, which is either behind the scenes or what is that? Bang Tang, Soyadona. What's the what? K-pop band? Oh. Thank yeah. some. Or Minions! This quiz sucks and I hate it. It does and I do hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna go with your sci-fi fantasy hoodies that you wear all the time and are hard to find. I love that one because clearly whoever wrote this quiz was just so fucking mad. I know! That they couldn't get one of these hoodies that apparently exist. Wait until you- what, what did you pick? What are you gonna pick, bud? I'm gonna go with my skateboard. Hey, check out one. the last question. Hmm. <laughs> Bit hey, Miles. Hey, 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 Miles. What's your favorite color? Is it blue, is it red, or is it yellow? You know, the three colors. The three colors that exist. I mean, biotechnicalities later on. I mean, I guess, I mean, it is RGB, so you could make whatever color you wanted, but that's, it's not, it's not. I mean, I'm biased because I love primary colors. I'm like, oh, sure, I love these. But what mm-hmm. if you don't like these? <laughs> Like, what if you like purple or pink? I, I mean, guess, pink's just I, light red. I guess red is the closest that I'm going to get. I'm going with yellow, because yellow is my favorite color. Oh, <gasps> hey, I'm Ro- I'm Roberto. I'm Roberto! <laughs> uh, we're both Roberto. <laughs> I hate the picture that they chose for him. I love it, actually. And I love that the description is just, it's a simple six words. Talented, hardworking, and beautiful. Wow. Wow. Well, Miles, yeah. that was a horrendous waste of time, and I loved it. Thank you. Aw, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Thanks. That was my birthday present. <laughs> hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. <laughs> Hi, Miles. What's your fucking song? My song for this week, which is also for the theme from the first episode, that took me a while to get out, which was a song that makes you feel warm which is Helplessly Hoping by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Repeat that for me. No. Okay. <laughs> it's Helplessly Hoping by Crosby, Stills, and Nash. 
Three separate names. Yeah. I mean, fair enough. Is this like, is this like a band? Because I love the idea of it just being a band, but they just don't have a band name and just go by their their personal actual names. It is. And you're right. Oh. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. It's just like, no, you're going to know who we are. You're just going to have to learn our names. So Helplessly Hoping came out in 69. Nice. And it definitely lives in Woodstock. It's a pining folk song about dealing with a partner that is going through the process of addiction and therapy and the singer wondering if they can be together and if it will truly affect their relationship. And I also bought it because I want to talk about my favourite movie, which this song features prominently. Hmm. So, without further ado, here's the fucking song. Wow, the fucking song. Don't fuck to this song, that'd be a very weird fuck. Uh, why, did, why does this always happen? Mm-hmm. I mean, this one was my fault, I guess. It is your fault. Anyway, let's listen to this song. <laughs> Helplessly hoping her harlequin Others nearby awaiting a word Gasping at glimpses of gentle true spirit He runs, wishing he could fly by Only to trip at the sound of goodbye What I love is that we could have made the theme for this week songs from bands with three people in them, and we both would have brought the same things. Yeah, but what a fucking, what kind of theme? (laughs) I don't know. Eventually, we're going to reach the bottom of the barrel themes. No, eventually, we're just going to shift into what we were talking about. Oh, what we were talking about. Hush, hush, whisper, whisper. Hush, hush, whisper, whisper. So I, I bought Helplessly Hoping because of the movie Annihilation. Have you seen it? Not yet. I'll probably watch it with you at some point because I've already seen it five times. Pro- prob- <laughs> I, probably. I always do that thing with movies where, like, if I really enjoy the movie and I'm like, just go over to their house, like, oh, if you enjoyed that movie, then let me introduce you to Annihilation. <laughs> came out. I mean, I've year. heard, I've heard, ex- ex- you know, extremely good things about the movie. I just oh, yeah. am bad at watching things. Oh no, same. <laughs> I'm fucking terrible. I have a very bad attention span. Um, yeah. Mood. Yeah. So, Annihilation came out this year, and it is an adventure drama horror movie. Here's just a little fucking two-sentence plot synopsis sort of thing. After her husband, Kane, comes back from a covert mission after 12 months, Lena, a biology professor and ex-military woman, signs up for the same mission her husband embarked on those 12 months ago. The expedition team is made up of all women, including Lena the biologist, played by Natalie Portman, Anya the paramedic, can't say paramedic, played by Gina Rodriguez, and Josie the Physicist, played by Tessa Thompson, and uh, Shepard the Anthropologist, and Ventress the Psychologist. And it's a really interesting movie because, I mean, it deals with a lot of loss and grief and how people deal with their problems while simultaneously being about, like, aliens and spooky shit. I mean, fucking every monster or problem in a science fiction movie is an allegory for something else. 
Ah, Wayne it always. Helplessly hoping plays when Lena is repainting their bedroom because she thinks her husband is dead because he's been gone for a year and she's sort of trying to restart again and she's painted the walls white and this song is playing over the radio. And mm-hmm. I think watching it, you'll be able to tell why it's a very perfect choice, I guess, like almost too on the nose choice for that scene. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Spit on the nose. Eh, I guess so. I. To be honest, the only part that I noticed because I'm bad at processing lyrics as they're being said is the like bit where they're like, uh, and by the stair was there's yeah, you know, and then well, no, that's what I meant when I said that the lyrics made sense at the moment. And so for people at home listening, Kane re-enters the house. Husband re-enters the house. And, like, mm-hmm. as the lyrics say, stand by the stairway, you'll see something certain to tell you confusion has its cost. And he's, like, in the doorway, and she's like, oh, what the fuck? I thought my husband was dead. Um, and ah, it's, it's really pretty. I like that moment. It's really interesting. So this is from Joe Pack on WordPress. Pop oh, songs... <laughs> okay. I will. Pop songs in film can become inseparable in meaning from a film's text. One of the ways selecting a song can be tricky is when the song comes with layers of historical or socio-cultural significance already baked into it. A song could evoke the artist's personality or a historical event to which it's tied, both potentially distracting from or confusing the story. Some songs are used repeatedly on film soundtracks, diluted further with each use. In a movie starring a female-led cast about overcoming trauma, dealing with cancer, DNA mutation, and cell division, helplessly hoping underscores and foreshadows that annihilation is ultimately about how a couple overcomes the trauma of their divided marriage and fractured selves. They are a one person as a couple, two alone, split apart by war and infidelity, and in the end reunite for each other. And there are also three people and four people at some point, I guess. Yeah, so she is a biology professor professor's the word that's the word i'm looking for mm-hmm. um and she opens the movie by talking to her students about cell division which uh, is echoed i wish we dogs would shut the fuck up um, i i i'm glad they're here it's like having a third commentator it's having like a third co-host gonna be the annoying part about being home again is that my dogs just love to talk it's their favorite dogs thing. dogs just go for it and you know what i love them I love it. My cat never fucking interrupts. <laughs> yeah, so cell division is like a big point of the movie because it's, it's based off a book series called the Southern Reach Trilogy, which I would actually quite like to read because I like the movie so much. Sure. And yeah, I just, I just wanted to bring it because it, it's, it is a song that makes me feel very warm because folk songs usually do that for me. It's very campfire-y. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also that movie makes me feel very warm now. Which is odd considering that it's like a horror thing. Uh, yeah, but Mars, if you knew me, then you'd know that I love horror movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who you. Who the f- fuck are you? If I how been... did you and how did you and how did you get into my house? <laughs> Who's been flying the plane? Who's been flying the plane? If you're podcasting and I'm podcasting, the podcast the was car? coming from inside the house. Oh no! <laughs> the radio's inside the car. It's inside the cave. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say about it. Do you have anything uh, to say about it? Uh, <laughs> Do you have any closing statements for this stupid podcast with a stupid <laughs> echo? Um, remember to brush your teeth. No. 
this I feel like this this one has been more of a disaster than usual, but I, I yeah. that was kind of the that's kind of the expectation that we set. Well, so yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. Hey. I I love our listeners. I'm, if you made it this yeah. far. If you it. made it this far and didn't Gross. skip this one, uh why? Ah, <laughs> oh, we should hide important secrets in this episode so when no one listens to it it's like what can we we got to put a secret in here mars uh future mars can you edit in a secret sure thing miles in the water racing game for gamecube wave race blue storm you can unlock a secret announcer who is a total asshole you can unlock it by doing some complicated button inputs on the audio menu. It doesn't matter. No one's played this game in years, but it is a secret. A secret to a 17-year-old video game. You didn't specify what kind of secret it had to be. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. If you have any suggestions for what we should talk about in the first half of the show, or if you have any song recommendations that you want to share you can uh, tweet us at artghostpod on twitter or or you can email us at artghostpod at gmail.com we do a special episode every you know couple of months mm-hmm. just for song suggestions that we've received this is going to start with episode 10 which is it should air on like october 3rd yeah that sounds right right yeah since this doesn't count as episode 8 Wait, this doesn't count? No, this is Echo <laughs> That's 1. That's actually, yeah. This isn't canon. <laughs> and if you have any nice messages that you would like to say to a friend that also listens to the podcast, then you can message us on Twitter at ArtGhostPod or at the Gmail mentioned earlier. Yeah. One of these days, I'm going to do like a count on how much we plug our Twitter page. <laughs> Per episode, because it seems like a lot. It does. I don't want anyone to forget. If you forget us, then we die. It's true. Uh, it, it's kind of Look like the dead you know, because we're 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 signed up with Podbean, and it's a weird thing where if, if your podcast is forgotten about, then they do kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's mean, Book of the Dead. I should have read the fine print, but that movie. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening once again, and we will see you on the other side. Bye.